Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hi, hi, everyone. Welcome back and happy Monday. Happy to, happy to Hot Messy Topics. Happy to be here for Hot Messy Topics, but welcome back for Hot Messy. Guys, I hope you had an amazing weekend. Jason's birthday weekend was very relaxed, I have to say. Now, we're going to give you guys a little bit of a catch-up because things changed over the weekend and Jason is taking a trip. But before we get into all of that and give you some updates on members only, you guys know how this works with all the YouTube stuff. Smash the like button, show some love, and let's welcome Jason Allen Barrett with 200 in the room. Hello. Hi. Hi. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I certainly did. How was your birthday weekend? My birthday weekend was great. Thanks for asking. Guys, Adam did like a really... A really good job. He did a very good job at making me feel special, um, taking me to some really great restaurants. It was it was great. A lot of fun. Awesome. A lot of fun. And, you know, I felt really bad, guys, because right now Jason and I are in the middle of something um, pretty big, but we can't really do anything until August. So we had these big plans because Jason turned 40 and I turned 30 July 6th. So it was our 30th and 40th birthday. So we were hoping to do Crazy. something really fun together. And this year we had to kind of just tone it down a little bit, but we still had the best time. Well, and- there's a big reason for that. And yeah, and yeah it's all good. All good stuff. All, all good, good stuff. stuff. And Jason gets to take a trip to Cape Cod. So yes. he's going to be leaving tomorrow And this kind of leads us into our members only. I'm going to let Jason explain. And then, of course, after that, we'll jump into the hot. Of course. I mean, we're still waiting for people to come in here. Um, And if you're listening on the podcast, we'll just give you some 411 really quick. Yes, I'm heading up to Cape Cod to um, pitch something really big, um, which is awesome. That's A. And B, we're doing Anchor Watch from Captain Sean's house. So that'll be a lot of fun. If you guys have any questions... Make sure to jump right in. But this whole week, I will be vlogging for members only. So if you guys are part of our members, um, put something in that you want to see because we're probably going to start right after we finish this. And, and every day, we're going to put up a like a vlog, day one, day two, day three, and I'll show you and tell you what we're doing. I love that. Yeah. And also, it, it keeps because I get lonely here by myself. So <laughs> it'll keep me up to speed. And on top of that, guys, when Jason comes back, now that we're not doing... Um, the members only for Vanderpump Rules. Now that it's over, we're going to bring back the morning meetings and we're going to start doing those for members only starting next week when Jason gets back. And that'll be a Absolutely. week again. But so, all right, really quickly, can you oh, bring oh, up oh. a tab for me, please? If you can go to horriblehuman.store oh. for me, Adam, that would be awesome. Um, because guys, I always get asked, where do you get Horrible Human merch? Which was, um, Caroline's merch from BravoCon, and I've been working on it with her. And we are launching in two days here. So if you guys want to go and check it out, there'll be two or three days. Not sure we're working on the final kinks, but it is all ready to go. I'm it's so exciting. excited for this. I'm so excited for this. Exciting. And especially because I love horrible human merch. Oh, yes. also, by the way, 
don't forget this. Happy belated birthday, Jason. Oh, thank Jason. you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. Um, no, guys, so definitely go check out Horrible Human. Speaking of horrible humans, there are a lot to talk about. Mm. Are they involved in any of the situations that we're talking about today? Are you yeah, going to start think, with Jersey? Is that where we were leading into with horrible human comments? Do you want to start with Jersey or do you want to start with Vanderpump Rules? I kind of, I, I think last time we started with Vanderpump, didn't we? Did we? Yeah. Oh, if I'm well, not mistaken. I could be on. mistaken. I'm not sure, but we can start with uh, Jersey. Let me just. Jersey it is, everyone. <laughs> okay. Get Jersey out of the way. Here we yes, go. I agree. Just, 100%. Let's get it out of the way. We changed up the clip, so that's exactly what we're going to do. All right, guys. So since we're talking about Jersey, there's a lot that's coming out. Frank Catania is now mentioning a few interesting things. And of course, Andy Cohen is entering the chat when it comes to this whole Teresa and Melissa saga. Frank Catania, I want to start off here really quick. Frank Catania actually opened up in this interview, and he was talking about whether or not he gets paid and if the Jersey husbands get paid. Jason, I thought that this was wild because for the longest time, there's been this running rumor that the husbands on the show, these are the only husbands on any Bravo housewife show that get paid. Well, he actually debunked this saying, no, I wish we would get paid as maybe like a friend role or something like that. But we just get to benefit off of the bonus appearances on the side. The husbands actually don't get paid. Were you aware of that? Um, I actually was not aware because I always assumed they were paid because we had always heard that always before. Yeah. And and I want to say that one or two husbands are paid. Well, it makes me wonder, like, is Joe Gorga not paid? Because I was I was under the assumption that they were for like for certain paid. Absolutely. I mean, we all know that Jersey, this is where the husbands, you know, play a a very intricate role in the show. So, you know, I think it was maybe assumed, but I'm pretty sure one or two are paid from what we have heard from from people very close in production. So I'm I'm not I'm not completely sure. Maybe Frank is not paid. And it's kind of wild, too, that. Well, yeah obviously, especially after this past season. But he was also claiming that Louis going on and doing the smear campaign, he said this cost him, Joe Benigno, who's married to Margaret Josephs, and Joe Gorga, another show on another network. And he said it was a much more calm network. I'm guessing since they're all contractors, probably like an HGTV show, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I I am curious. You Obviously, they would get paid on the HGTV show, but that's not happening anymore. Um, let's get into this one for a second, though. Andy Cohen has finally addressed what's going on with Teresa and Melissa. And I think if I were them, I would be a little bit nervous over this. So he was asked, what is the future of the Real Housewives of New Jersey? What does it look like? And how do you guys move forward with production? And he said, to be honest with you, I can imagine anything. I can imagine a world like I wouldn't want to, but I can imagine a world on the Real Housewives of New Jersey without Teresa and Melissa. Them hearing that. Can you imagine? Or I can imagine, yeah, I can imagine both of them just gone too. Like, that's the thing. Like when, when everyone starts to get in this big hoopla about contracts and about like how important they are, the network is very quick to like bring them back to the table and be like, okay, are you sure you want to do this? Because we will drop it. 
you know? And I do think there shouldn't be ultimatums. And I think I've talked about this on, on Hot Messy Topics before, but there really shouldn't be ultimatums given to the network on, let's say, um, okay, I'm not going to film with her. Then don't be on the show. It's the end right. of story. That's it. That's how it has to be. I mean, you're seeing what has happened to some of the cast of like Atlanta or New York because people weren't agreeing on terms and 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 thought they were bigger and better. And this is why we have the real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip uh, with New York legacy. You know, so I do think that I'm glad Andy said that. Because I think everyone kind of just needs a, ch- a reality check, a reality TV check. Right. No, I, I mean, I agree with that, too. And, you know, I think that they're trying to figure out what is this going to look like with the with the cast next season? If some of them are refusing to film with people like, I don't know, maybe Louis Ruelas. And there was a photo that was posted on social media and it was with this girl, Michelle Colombo. And now people are saying, well, you see, if you looked at the fans comments fans are saying oh my god bring in this new girl michelle colombo i'm gonna bring her up right now and just show you this is her right here with her husband melissa and rachel fuda right okay but as you can see this girl is obviously around very intertwined with the very cast, intertwined so that's always a plus my yep. worry though is we keep adding new people and it's not really the new people who always work out. You know, it's not the driving force of the show. The driving force of the show is usually the OGs and stuff. So if it fits, you know, don't force it and it could it could work. Maybe she comes in as a friend. Uh, I don't know. But then we still don't know what's going to happen with with uh, Melissa or Teresa. Exactly. And, you know, I think it's too premature to start calling in newbies. I think that we got enough newbies last season. I feel like with Jen Fessler, Rachel Fuda, Danielle Cabral, all three of them bring something to the table. And I think that they're all interesting in their own way that we don't Mm. need to go out and add more people. At first, I was really excited and I was like, bring on Michelle Colombo. And now I'm like, you know what? I don't want to get to know Michelle Colombo. I just got and to you're going to face the, yeah, and you're going to face the same issue that Atlanta is having right now. You're going to face it's just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. Okay. So before we end up capping this off, Frank did say a few other things. Do you remember on the reunion when he was trying to, or Joe Gorgo was trying to bring up Frankie Jr. and working yes. for Louie? Well, and Dolores shut that down immediately. Dolores shut that down real quick, and Frank is letting us know why. He said the reason that Dolores shut this down was because it would have cast a shadow on Frankie Jr. at his place of work. And he said that actually when Frankie Jr. found out, he freaked out. He said Frankie always enjoyed filming the show, but I think he's done at this point. He said he's not going to be filming anymore because of his new job. And when he heard what happened at the reunion and that it was going to be talked about, it was like talking him off of a ledge for three days when it really wasn't that bad. But he did say that Dolores said, Their child's job is much more important than this show or her ego. So she did not want it to be talked about on the show. So Frank was talking about this in this interview with two T's and a pod saying, I had to kind of take that compartmentalize and put that away and realize I still have my own issues with Louie. And one of them being, I called Louie twice to have a sit down saying, how can we fix this relationship between you and Joe and you, Teresa, Joe and Melissa? So they went out two separate times. And when they did, they had a guy's you know, night where they were talking, they were divulging things. And all of a sudden, when they went back home that same night, these things were popping up all over social media. 
This happened twice. So he's saying that Louis has a bad problem with leaking things. And oh my no God. Way. Do you think? Hold on. I didn't even show you, did I? Show me what? Oh my God. I'm going to try to see if I can bring it up. I do not like when you do this to me. Wait, wait, wait. Wait for it. You're going to die. <laughs> wait, keep talking about this. You're going to freaking die. Well, I, I mean, we are hearing too that, that Frank Jr. is probably not going to film anymore at all. Right? He's going to stay completely off the show. He's going to stay completely off the show. Yeah. I was going to choice, by the way. I mean, great choice. It's nice to see him in cameos and stuff like that, but he's young. He's a professional. You know, he's, he's out there. You don't need to be battling or be a part of anybody's business on that show if you're trying to, you know, make your own life. I mean, come on. Right. Well, what I was going to say is, damn it, man. And it's not here. I'm going to bring it up and say okay. uh, because on my phone because I sent it to Shaylee last night. I got this notification on my phone and it was from Louie on Instagram and he commented under one of my videos. What? The best thing about, because this, this rumor came out saying that Teresa's name was not on their house, right? Right, so I remember. That was the rumor. I didn't just make this up, but he said Teresa, or the rumor was Teresa's name was not on the house. Here it is, I found it. Because when I saw it, I sent it to <laughs> Shaylee and I was like, what the... The best thing about our house is that it's paid for in full. LOL. Have a wonderful weekend. Oh, that was uh, nice. I like that. <laughs> that was a nice message. But I, when he, I saw that, I could have said a lot of other things. Really, you know. I mean, I, you know. Actually, I went back and I watched the TikTok, and it wasn't that bad. It it just said what people came out with. It said that there was someone alleging, a source alleging that Teresa's name was not on the home. He didn't debunk that. He didn't say, oh, that's not true. He said, the best part is our house is paid in full. So who gives a shit? Yeah, you know? But is it? I mean, a lot of people say that. And also, I don't care. It's not. A, it's like when Lisa Hochstein was on The Real Housewives of Miami, and she's like, my house is paid in Whose full. Whose name is on the deed? Money. Are they yeah. both on the... Yeah, you know? Anyways. All right. Well, with that, I think we can segue out of Jersey... Thank the Lord. We should probably get into some Vanderpump rules for just a second. <laughs> All right, right. Let's do it. All right. Where are we starting with Vanderpump rules? Christina I start Kelly. Here. Ah, perfect. Christina Kelly. Now, I don't know if you guys have been up to date on this, but Christina Kelly just ousted the Vanderpump rules producers. This is not a good thing. This is not what you want to be doing, especially because... I know for a fact that they picked up cameras last week for some pickup shots. And their the first day of filming actually starts today. This is going to be their first group sort of scenarios. Not like with the cam The pickup shots are like when the cameras come back and they film them in their own homes. And it's like Sheena and Brock getting the baby ready. And it's like these like little 30 minutes, like, okay, we're just going to catch up with you guys for two seconds. But today's the actual day where it's like Sheena and Lala meet up for a coffee. Oh my God. Last year was so crazy when last year was like just a week ago. Right. And that's what this is going to be. But, but isn't I that wonder, better? Isn't this great? What? That they're filming already. They're yeah. not waiting. And this is this is what is going to make it interesting for season 11 because they really do need to play off of, of Scandal. Well, Alex Baskin, who is the exec, one of the executive producers, he said the reason that he felt like it was so necessary to pick up cameras now, he's like, there's so much going on in the story. Like, we we feel like fans want to see Tom and Ariana still having to 
live together, still navigating all of this going on. They want to pick up the cameras for something about her when they, oh, like it makes sense. You can't have all of these big moments going on. And then all of a sudden cameras pick back up. Now we have a sandwich shop. Where the hell did that come from? When did that open? Ariana's living in a new place. Like that just wouldn't have made the same sense. They tried that with Tom and Katie. And I hate that they moved them out into their new places before we saw them move out. You know? Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So Christina Kelly said, while ousting this producer, there was a new producer who was hired this season for season 10. When they were in Vegas on the girls' trip to Vegas and Lake Havasu, this was around the time that Raquel claims she first hooked up with Tom Sandoval when she went back, right? Yep. She was crying in bed in Vegas when the girls were making fun of her. Well, Christina Kelly ended up revealing what happened was she was crying. The scene where we see her crying, it looks like she was crying because they were making fun of her. She was crying because she just got off of a FaceTime call with Ariana, and Ariana was sharing that Charlotte passed away. That's why she was crying. And that one of the producers, this new producer, because when they film guys, there's always, there's camera people and there's a producer who's standing behind the wall and they're watching everything on an iPad as it's being shot so they can make sure and tell the camera person which way to move. So the producer's watching all of this on the iPad and sees them talking shit and decides to go show Raquel what they're saying on the iPad in order to get the story moving. Well, Lala, Katie, and Christina found out and they got pissed and they went and called out the producer. And obviously they're so pissed to where Christina Kelly is now talking about this again, which is bad. Which is bad. I mean, I don't know if Christina Kelly will even, uh, will, if we'll see her on the show anymore. Um, I don't think, well, because she's a mom now. And I know she's a mom. Not, she has a business. She's busy. Like, I love when people are busy, too busy to be on Vanderpump Rules. And if you want to listen to why we said no to that, we have a full episode on Up and Adam Channel 2. Okay, so listen. Um, I have two ways of feeling about this and I want to know how the live chat feels because we were discussing this with Shaylee earlier. Is it wrong? Yes. Is this what producers do all the time? All the time. I don't know if there it's it. There's no gray area. This is just what they do. This, they are right. trying to make a TV show. This is what happens when I was running a bar in uh, studio city in LA, uh, love and hip hop films. At, at our bar and they had one of the ladies show uh shown i'm not as familiar with the show as you are adam but they had one of the ladies show up and then they told the other girl who doesn't like this girl that she's meeting a different girl but when she walked in they wanted the reaction of like oh hell no this girl is here and they got this big overreaction this is what producers do this is how you have to keep it going because if you're just you know sitting around and you know like when they were sitting in, in bed in Vegas, like all talking and stuff like that. That's great. Perfect moment to see Raquel walk up. I mean, it did look a little staged and yeah. it was, but this is part of their job. Right. And had Christina Kelly not have told us that, we would have just been watching the show like, oh, you guys kind of look like assholes and she caught it. And this is an interesting show. And we wouldn't have thought about it again. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't yeah, have been 100%. something that we dissected. Also for Christina Kelly though, too, I think that she is speaking on this and trying to get out her piece because I think that she feels a little bit of guilt from people going in on her and Katie and Lala saying that this was very mean girl of them to bully someone who might have mental health issues. Right. Mm -hmm. But Christina's like, no, no, that is not what happened. That is editing. This is how it really happened. Sometimes people get in trouble. Sometimes they don't care. And they're so valuable that it doesn't matter if they get brought back anyways. I just think for Christina Kelly, she wasn't getting paid shit. 
It's crazy too what producers do and then what the editors can do to kind of give you a different perspective on each character. They can really make you look not so great with the footage they have or they can make you look really good. Sheena fell into that similar problem, what, two seasons ago? So it's just, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, listen, I'm so glad we got Scannaball. Scannaball was very real. I read a lot of comments still where people say it was fake. I promise you, we have explained this so many times on why it was not. And But what they can still do afterwards with editing, post-production, when they pick up cameras again, they can trick us, you know? And that's that's why people think things are so staged. Even and why they think Scannaball are staged. Vicky Gumbelson recently came out too, and she was like... It's all staged. It's like Vicky, what you're just why yeah, are you talking back? <laughs> Coffee Cake said Peeps had Scannaball not happened, Raquel would have been the MVP of the season. That is true. It's the first time we've seen Raquel like you know, having a personality, but she took it from like I need to like step it up to I need to like step on people. You right. know, and I think that didn't go over so well. Oh my God. By the way, I wanted to say this really quick and I know I don't have a photo of them, um, but I have a photo of James. So I guess I'll just bring up the one of James. I know exactly what they're going to do. Oh, here we go. Jax Taylor. I know exactly how they're going to enter Jax Taylor into the show this season. Lord. Can I tell you? Tell me. Tell me. Give me the theory of of how Jax will enter to be reunited with the show that made him look like such an asshole. Yes. I'm going to give you the theory. Okay, so he was supposed to do this group event, um, him and James, where they were doing the celebration at Sir, but he canceled last minute because of a small family issue, right? Now he recently came out on his podcast with his wife, Brittany, and he said, listen, guys, I'm so sorry for disappointing you. We are going to reschedule. Both of us have very busy schedules, but we're shooting for sometime around the week of July 4th or maybe the week after, but I'll definitely for sure 100% be there. This is how they're going to enter Jax back into the conversation for filming because James is going to be there and then all of a sudden Jax is going to walk up and he's going to be like, oh my God, man, I haven't seen you in forever. How's it been? And then we're going to see Jax five faces later and this is going to be like, oh my God, the villain is back. And that's going to be Seagal. like... Uh, reminds me of Steven Seagal. I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. exactly what they're going to do. Um, but the thing is, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one million because he was just Jax was just i would think it was june 13th did the um, see you next tuesday with james right yeah so we know he's been hanging out and stuff by the way well, he everyone, didn't do it he didn't do it no that's what he canceled and said i'll be back the week of july 4th oh, but cameras pick up right, now the right, cameras right. will be there for that of course they're like hold off on this you know let's save this for the show where we have mm-hmm. see you next tuesday and lisa walks in and we get to see her cameo because really like Show's not about Lisa anymore. Oh, yeah. that's that's funny. That's actually and he really could crazy. come back with Tom Shorts. He will come back with Tom Shorts. Everyone though is like we've said before. You know, has been making a buck off Scandal. Everyone's been like very successful. And look how look how quickly people are jumping on stuff. You know, um, Faith, Jax, uh, Lala with send it to Daryl. Like everyone's jumping on opportunities that they can. Lala's podcast has been sitting at number one for I don't know how many damn weeks, and it's good. All right. So she's going to catch all this, this audience, this new audience and like whatever. Jackson, Brittany, they sat at number one, number two, but slowly they kind of drift down a little bit. So I'm wondering what the interest is going to be with Jax. Well, I think coming back, is it going to be interesting enough? 
they tested this theory out with um they tested this out with the peacock watch show oh right and that was very good yeah yeah and fans really loved having jackson britney back on so it could be good it could be like because like we said the only thing I can see moving forward on season 11, which are a lot of things, right? The opening of something about her, like you mentioned. How is Raquel going to maneuver all the relationships? How is she going to find a place in this group if there is a place left for her? More importantly, how is Tom Sandoval going to find a place to be anywhere near anybody, right? And then Jax and Brittany. I mean, it could make for... The show could be a little... It has it has some texture. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, could be, it could be okay. I don't know if it's like... Because remember, and I said this last Friday or last week, I can't remember when we were talking about Vanderpump Rules last, oh, like every day. But um, I said that, I don't know how, that w- when the scandal all happened, I said that Tom and Raquel bought Vanderpump Rules another three seasons. But then I was thinking about it, and I'm like, when this all dies down, I don't care how Raquel is going to get back into the group. I don't care about Tom Sandoval. So maybe by bringing Jax back into the mix, it's going to kind of spin things up, and we could get maybe two more seasons. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Does that make sense? 100%. Okay. All right. Before we move on, guys, over 700 in the room, before we leave Vanderpump Rules, I wanted to share one thing. I saw this on page six this morning. Also saw it on CC Loves You. Um, Ariana's birthday was this weekend. Mm-hmm. Ariana's boyfriend, Daniel, flew in, and he was cooking for Ariana for her birthday. As you can see, you see the food. You see him right there looking. He's smiling, all happy. You see that he's cooking, right? Yeah. I'm, all over oh, page so six. It looks so good, and it's making me so hungry. I'm so hungry right now. All over page six, they were like, oh my God, can you believe Ariana was throwing a birthday with her man, with her new man inside of the house that she shares with Sandoval? You see that hood over the kitchen island? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me pause this really quick. And now let me share this tab. This is actually Ariana and Tom's house, right? Mm-hmm. You see it? Yes. So you see the kitchen where it says Bravo TV and stuff, and you can see like these little hoods over it. Yep. That completely right there just debunks that that was not. Exactly. Happy birthday, Ariana. Guys, we can calm down. She did not have Daniel Way in the house. No. I'm the only person who's been in that house is Raquel and Billy Lee when Ariana's not there. (laughs) So. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Time to move on. Thank goodness. Man, it only took 26 minutes to get through the two things I'm so done talking about. But everyone loves talking about it still. I feel like you shouldn't be that done with it. With what Vanderbilt Pools holds my interest a little more than Jersey. I'm kind Jersey is so divisive and it's so like it's. I don't know. When you read stuff, it's like it's very vicious on Twitter. When you read comments, like if you do a video right about Melissa. Mm-hmm. All the, what is it, the tree people come out and whatever and start doing stuff. And then when you do a video about Teresa, all the Melissa people come out and they're like, blah, 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 blah. and it's like, oh my God, this is crazy. You know? It's crazy. So it's crazy. So it's like, it's kind of like a lose lose situation for Bravo if one of them goes off, you know? So it's either, I, I say it's all or nothing. I think they should have to film with each other. And I'm sorry to go back to this. Also, earlier uh, in the live chat, Kay, I want to say Kay Beacom or, or someone said that you can look at the deed of the house and the deed of the house is in an LLC, which I think yeah. did know that. Yeah. Um, but it's all under his name, the LLC. So very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Yikes is right. 
Yikes is right. Yikes is right. So we're going to move on. Speaking of problems in a marriage, maybe houses, LLCs, deeds, whatever you want to call them, let's just take a nice little visit to Miami. Before we do, actually, the Real Housewives of Miami, they were filming in Mexico City. Yes. Just wanted to show you this. They look amazing. They Mm -hmm. look like all together, like they're having a good time. That's exactly what church will do to you. They look like they're having some tears, which looks really sad. But the ladies look beautiful, and this gets me so excited. It's my favorite franchise. Not just because we live down here, but it's just my favorite. Well, it is because we live down, but I just love it. I really I, do. I I'm love from it. Miami. I, guys, I'm ready for Southern Charm like no other. So I'm definitely like looking forward to all that's coming up. I'm looking forward to it as well. We have to get into the prenup drama. Oh, is this why we were leading down down the hallway of Miami. Yes. Yeah. We're going to talk about Lenny's little bitch move. Oh, there's, I mean, he, so Lenny ends up guys revealing all of the dirty details of this prenup. And we knew that there was a prenup, but listen to this. Okay. So as a part of their divorce, she, this was in the prenup. She was supposed to leave, vacate the home within 30 days upon the decision to file for the divorce. We knew this, right? Well, the prenup was obtained by page six and In fact, Lenny was right. He was telling the truth because he was the one who handed this over. It did dictate that she should move out. However, it also shares intimate details about their financials, which I was curious about. Now, the documents... Financials. (laughs) Their financials. This is the same prenup that she's fighting to make, obviously, um, void. Now, the prenup states that should the marriage last 10 or more years that she gets paid $1.5 million. For each year after the decade mark, Lenny will pay an additional $200,000. And the prenup also stated that Lenny should pay Lisa about $10,000 per month in temporary support. If and only if she accepts the divorce petition and does not challenge it, which in this case has not been the case. It was also dictated that Lenny would contribute a minimum of $2,000 per year to Lisa's retirement fund. This is a shitty pre two thousand per year to your retire girl. You spend that on low main. Uh, this is a. I mean, this is. Hold on, it gets worse. I mean, listen. I uh, yeah yeah. Please please continue continue. Additionally, Lenny agreed to give Elisa one thousand dollars per week to spend as she sees fit. The allowance ended when Lenny officially filed for divorce from her. However, all of her gifts, jewelry, and all of that she gets to keep. Now. When the prenup was actually signed on October 15th of 2009, Lisa, who was unemployed at the time, entered in the prenup with $317,000 in total assets, which included her $110,000 engagement ring. He entered in with $16 million. They're estimating now that she is probably worth about $2 million, and he's worth somewhere around $50, $60 million. And she's like, this prenup no longer should exist. I've grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle. I've been with this asshole for 14 years. Uh, I am not walking away with $1,000 a week. And she was originally supposed to be awarded $10,000 a month. The judge awarded her $8,000 a month. And to this day, she has yet to vacate the home. She's like, I'm not going anywhere. You want me to leave? You are going to drag me out of here. Well, she might get her wish. I, I, I don't know where you're going to go from here. At this point, you know, obviously there's so many disagreements that cannot be resolved in any capacity, you know, in some states, and I don't know necessarily if Florida is one of them, um, you know, like even in, and I I don't want to say it's, 
I don't know what state. Anyway, I had a friend who was together with someone for a very, very long time. That friend then split up with, I think it was her girlfriend. And, um, Oh, I remember. You remember this story? Mm -hmm. And it was like they were together eight or nine years, but she grew accustomed to the lifestyle of the, what her partner provided. So when she left, she took her to court for like half of everything. She, she pays alimony. I know. To someone you were just in a relationship with, but you could prove that it was common law or something like this. And I thought you that know, California didn't even acknowledge common law. You know who doesn't? Florida. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because you try They're to get like, common law no, doesn't shit. <laughs> You better get married or you walk away with nothing. California, they're like, uh-uh, you live together for six years. I you're don't believe there is state. common law in California. I don't think there is. Someone in the chat will know. Um, yeah. I, I don't know where or how this happened, but is there is there any way, and this would maybe be like a legal question, like a like an Emily question, but like, is there any way for her to get more money? Lisa? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to have to fight for it. Yeah. But it's going to be like I mean, the thing a is, long fight. You filed a prenup. You agreed to the prenup. The thing is, it's like prenups are pretty ironclad. Like, yes. and usually there's loopholes, you know, like if somebody gets caught doing something that they shouldn't be doing, and then that might void the prenup. But if everybody's kind of doing what they're supposed to be doing, like in the prenup, it said, when I divorce you or file for divorce, you have 30 days to exit the home. Like he's following the prenup. She's mm. not following the prenup, but she's not following the prenup because his life goes on. He's still filthy rich. He has a supermodel girlfriend. He can afford his life. She can't. Yeah. She's fighting. Unless it's said in that prenup that you should not be cheating on your wife. You know, it depends what they have in the prenup. You know, yeah. ours is very like specific. <laughs> it's um, very Shady specific. Yeah, exactly. Shady Millennial said, ask Emily Simpson. She might know. And Emily would answer me on that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Or Emily D. Baker. I got to talk to her too. Either okay. Emily. All right. Speaking of which, we're going to pan over for two seconds just because we have a little drama on, in Orange County. We're going to do this before we get to Atlanta. And I promise you guys, it is not long. Heather Debro has recently come out in a new interview and she is telling us, how awful of an experience she has had filming The Real Housewives of Orange County. And she's also shading the hell out of these two. She's, <laughs> Heather, is claiming, Tamara came onto the show this season. I celebrated it. I was so excited, which she forgets that we know. You tried to block her from coming on the show to begin with. But yeah. when Tamara came on the show, Heather tried to facilitate the reconciliation between her and Shannon, which is exactly what happens. They end up getting back together, and Heather is now on the outs. Heather does not have one single friend on the cast today. Like she has said this, that she's out on the outs with everybody. She's not getting along with anyone. She's in a different phase in her life. And then she ended up going out and bashing Shannon and bashing Tamara's fake relationship that's made for cameras. Well, uh, which, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I could believe that though. Well, this is what Shannon posted. Do you think Tamara and Shannon's friendship is just for the show? Let's just go with the facts. The facts are that they were, quote, best friends. And then as soon as Tamara left the show, they didn't speak. Now that she's back on the show, all of a sudden, we're very close close friends again. You do the math. I mean, Tamara posted this. Shannon posted this. And they wrote, I think it's funny. If I remember correctly, when Heather left the show after season 11, both Tamara Judge and Shannon Bedore said that you stopped talking to them. Pot calling the kettle black? 
I mean, it, it, we, that is a show full of hypocrites anyway. So I, <laughs> it's just Pot calling the cow black. It, with Shannon and Tamara with Kelly, with, with, you know, with, you know, cause they were all talking to her and then they get back on the show or something happens and they don't talk to Kelly anymore. Or like the same thing happens with, with Heather. It's just there. Everyone's a hypocrite here. I think that this is a show built off of hypocrisy. You guys, a hundred. Hello. Real housewives. Real housewives of who gives a damn because everybody's a hypocrite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll leave you guys alone over there in OC because we're just waiting for the excitement. And speaking of... Hey, I like it. Much, what? Are you not liking it? Oh. OC? It's okay. It's, okay. It, it's ramping up. I feel. I feel. Okay? Because it's been... Can you name two things that you like about it and two things that you don't? Um, I'm kind of excited to see where this Jen storyline is. She was a much better uh, casting decision than our previous Jen. Okay. Um, for sure. Um, I don't really care if she gets her real estate license. Let's see. What else? Cut is close, closing. We've been knowing that for three episodes, so that's kind of annoying. Um, yeah. I just want to see what's... I just want to... I'm still interested. I'm interested. I really am. I'm interested. Well, this is a great question. Are you going to be talking about The Real Housewives of Atlanta? I say, since we're speaking about shows that we're interested and not interested in, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into The Real Housewives of Atlanta, but we also coupled this one up as a package with some Kim and Croy drama. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, Kelly said Emily is looking good now, Adam Ozempic. Um... I don't want to speculate if anybody's doing those. You know, yeah, because I don't want to take that away because, you know, there are some. She could be working her ass off. She could be working her ass off. I Like, I have a friend who is on a show. You have a friend, too, who has worked her ass off and looks like a million dollars. Like, she looked really good before, but she, you know, and she's like, uh, now everyone's going to think it's Ozempic, you know, mm-hmm. because of what's going on. And and it's not. So, and yeah, it's hard to speculate. She does look good. Um, but, I mean, if. If Erica was on Ozempic and she looks like that, I would stop taking it immediately. <laughs> you know, she's like disappearing before yeah, her well, eyes. Yeah. All right. We're not body shaming people. No, no. I'm just, I'm just saying it's not a bad thing. You're just like, soon we're not going to be able to see you. Okay. All right. So speaking of all of this drama, Kim Zolciak's estranged husband, Croy, is reporting her for alleged kidnapping. Um, Boosh. Okay, let me tell you what happened really quick. So Kim and Corey right now are still living under the same roof and they are trying to navigate this divorce, which is getting messier and messier. Kim ends up getting taking her son and one of the other moms at school who the son is friends with her kid. This woman takes their son. Doesn't bring the son right back to the house. So Croy ends up calling the police and saying that he feels like Kim concocted this whole plan to not have their kid come back to the house because she was trying to hide the kid or keep the kid away from Croy. And now Croy is accusing her of kidnapping her own son. And hold on, wait, it gets better. They actually, in one day, called the police over five times. And on the fifth call, I was telling Shaylee, imagine this. Fifth call, which normally I don't know how the hell it works in Atlanta and Florida. If this shit happened, if you if the police get called one time in Florida, nine times out of 10, somebody's going to jail like you. Somebody, <laughs> somebody has to go to jail Probably, or they yeah. make you leave. You don't get five times in the same day where the police are not making you leave. And on the fifth call, they were like, hi, um, I actually needed to. Rep- 
Oh my God, actually, you know what? We have this one handled, but stay by the phone because we might be calling you later. On the fifth time, they told the police to be on standby, but this time they were able to resolve it. Five times in one day, that's ridiculous. Like now one of you guys should go to jail. That's for crazy. wasting resources. It, it's, a, it's such a waste of time. It's such a waste of time. It's such a waste of time. And then you have people who are take, you know, taking sides. I already told you about her daughter, Brielle, and talking about yes. stuff. And we talked about that on Friday. Yeah, we talked about that on Friday. But then I saw where Croy did this video. He posted it on Instagram. And a lot of people are having sympathy for Croy. And a lot of people find him to be very level-headed and very just kind of with it. Whereas like Kim, they... I think people like she's an eccentric over the top reality personality who apparently has a gambling, allegedly a gambling addiction. And she runs around and goes to fancy places with a red solo cup. People find her to be a little unhinged. So that's yeah, I mean, 100 percent. And, you know, when everything broke, I maybe have had different thoughts about Croy and, and now seeing kind of his level headedness in all of this. It, it kind of makes me really think here, you know, it makes me think that. I really wish there were some cameras around Kim Zolciak right now filming for The Real Housewives of Atlanta and having some great OGs back on Atlanta because Atlanta is probably the most boring franchise I am watching right now. And like I said Friday or maybe last Monday, I hate saying this. This was my favorite franchise for years. This is how I started on Housewives. And now all of a sudden, we are at like, it's so boring. Well. Before we get into Atlanta, this was Croy's latest post. No Tell gosh. me if you think right. this is someone who's level-headed or someone who okay. is giving you red flags. Oof. Okay. Okay. Ready? I came across a really cool part of the book that I was reading today, and it suggested that I praise myself according to several specific character traits. And they offered six questions to uh, reflect upon, answer, and journal on uh, to see where I am in, in my journey of self-improvement. And I wanted to share that with you guys today uh, in hopes that it uh, helps somebody in their journey and their self-reflection and uh, improvement. Uh, let me know what you guys think. They're going to be in the next six slides. And uh, I wish you guys all the best in, in your own journey and uh, in this thing we call life. Namaste, bitch. <laughs> what the hell is happening in the Beerman Zolciak household over it's there? It's just a lot of cray. You know, I it, wish it, you this, a lot this, of healing and this is Spidey. This is Spencer and Heidi with the crystals and shit. It, 100%. And it, it's just, you know, it's kind of sad too, because you've watched Kim kind of like evolve on Atlanta and then have their show, their spinoff, which was one of the most successful spinoffs, I think, from any Housewives uh, franchise, if I'm not mistaken, besides Bethany's. But, um, it's sad. Like you were a professional athlete, you know, and you're on this like new journey of like, it's like, come on, you had the discipline and everything before. Come on, Kim, you had your shit together before. Like what the hell happened? Is it just a lot of bad habits that just kind of kept I think going? And the money ran out and shit. I think the money masked a lot of it. The money, yeah. like the money made the crazy. Okay. It always does. But then I think once the money's gone, like the crazy is no longer it's like you look at things a little bit different, but yeah, because you, you're not like, oh, you're acting crazy. Where's my money? <laughs> I can yeah. go make myself yeah. happy. You know? You're acting it's crazy. Like, Let's go drop a hundred thousand dollars on crystals. <laughs> oh my god, mom is so Ooh, crazy. Tinsley, She's wait, again. sorry, um, Tinsley P- opinions. Thank you so much for the super chat, by the way. But so no one considers this video similar to Louis's video. Very reminiscent. Oh, so funny. 
I mean, Louis was a little bit more cringe because Louis' video, it depends which one. The one with he has like a ponytail and he's in the car saying that he owns Rulala, or the one where he's with like a bunch of naked men and he's like, listen, this can be better. Well, it, it's be also better. Croy. Croy has kind of like a, a calmer demeanor in his face. So, you know, it's a little reminiscent, but at the same time, it's like different, you know? Just a tad creepy. <laughs> Just a tad creepy. All right. Speaking of things that you haven't been loving, you know, oh, everyone man. keeps asking if we're going to be covering this. And I feel like, listen, in last night's episode, I can give this to you in a nutshell. And this is why it's not making me love covering Atlanta right now. I'm waiting for the spice. But we have She by Sheree who confronts Candy over the Sheree this. And, and I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry. This was my favorite scene from last night's episode. I did like this because they can go at each other. And then within 10.5 seconds make up or come to some kind of resolution this is og training right here guys like this is what we saw when we're you're watching heather and Tamara talk with gina and gina sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out how to get into the conversation they know what they're doing though they know how to handle these conversations how to give you an up and down and how to work the camera that's exactly what we saw from candy and sheree last night it was it, i was like and then everything was settled. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought so too. And I agree with you on that point. But you, we also got like Drew reuniting with her sister and arguing with Alexa. Alexa, play this for 10 seconds or for like 10 minutes. And then, you know, Ralph banned her sister from her home. And then Marlo's attacking Drew. And Marlo ends up going on a date with this, uh, this nice guy who also went to jail. And I'm like watching the show. And I really, I can't. I'm like looking at it and I just can't help. Like at this point, I want Kim Solsiak in there. I really miss Portia and I just wish Nini was back on the show. I know. I, it's it's never going to happen. Sucks without Nini. But at least like let's let's like rework a little bit. You know, you have other OGs making cameos. You know, you have like Cynthia and, and Kim and, and other stuff. But we need to like rework this cast because this cast cannot become what or it's going to happen to Atlanta, what happened to New York? You're going to get a brand new cast. Yeah. You know, yeah. fresh faces, new new thing. None of these egos flying through the roof about contracts. It's just going to be a new thing. Candy has enough going on, you know? But I mean, I again, I would love to see Portia come back. Um, I, I just really don't know what to say about Atlanta. I don't know how to talk about it for more than uh, what you've said about it already. I know. I know. All right, guys. Well, for Hot Messy Topics... With that, I think we're just going to wrap that. <laughs> okay. I, want, I wanted to say really quick, though, we I will be back later um, this week. Jason will still be gone until Saturday. I'll be back on Friday for Hot Messy with a special guest. And I will be back for a full OC recap with Ricky Cornish this week. Uh, just to give you a little bit of an update, if you guys weren't here at the very beginning, and I'll catch that super chat. Um, Jason is going out of town to Cape Cod. He will be filming from Cape Cod with Captain Sean for Anchor Watch, and he will also be posting members-only lives. That's or not members-only lives, but pre-recorded videos from his trip. Yeah, I'm gonna vlog it. I'm gonna vlog yeah. it. It's gonna be fun. A lot of fun things are happening on this trip. So yes, and then starting next week, we'll be doing the members-only morning meetings again. Shady Millennial, I believe that was Marlo's first date in four years. The other dates Marlo had. She actually was wearing and using them square reader between of okay, baby oh <laughs> millennial. And then last but not least, I know that Jason made this announcement at the very beginning, but I'm going to let him do it one more time to sign us off. Oh yes! So everyone comments on horrible human merch. 
Okay, this is what we had for uh, with Caroline Stanbury at BravoCon. Everyone's been asking about it. It does say two days. I believe it's three days away. That might countdown might change, but we're launching this week. It's the same same stuff that was available at BravoCon, and uh, there are some new things as well. And we've worked really hard to make it like really good. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. You had tons of it. I wear it all the time. It's my favorite shirt ever. It's my favorite merch. I mean, on it. Well, my merch is always going to be my favorite merch, but it's my second favorite merch. And I will mm. post. Um, we will pin the link for this store in the comments of this video. But we love you guys. Yes. We hope you have a beautiful week. Happy Monday. Thank you for all the super chats. Thank you to everyone in the live chat. Thank you for the likes. And thank you for just being here. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.